hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We're going to go ahead and dive right into today's program with a record made in New York on March 27, 1931, by a singer billed on the label as The Eccentric Voice. His name was Roy Evans, and we don't know too much about him. He made a handful of records for the Columbia label in the late 1920s and early 1930s, often yodeling a bit, though I don't think we'll hear much yodeling on this record. And I suppose you could describe his voice as a bit eccentric, but not really all that unusual. The writer Nick Toshis was rather disparaging in his assessment of Roy Evans in his book Where Dead Voices Gather. He writes, Evans' singing comes up somewhat empty, its reality nondescript and disappointing beneath the veneer of its promise. Like the singing of the age as a whole, it lacks the range and force, the exuberant energy, the wild mingling resonances of wicked absurdity and honest emotion, the irreverence to music, to expressiveness itself. Evans' yodeling and hard-edged trilling effects are old-fashioned, dull, and theatrical lingerings of olden styles and olden days. While Columbia promoted him as the eccentric voice, his eccentricity sounds more contrived than natural. Well, (laughs) I don't know how fair that is. I rather like Roy Evans, but I'll let you be the judge as we listen to Roll On Mississippi, Roll On. Here's Roy Evans. Hear that whistle, there goes the bell That means we're on our way All aboard, boy, I'm feeling swell This is my happy day Paddle wheel, you're mighty, mighty slow That's why I keep shouting, let her go Roll on you, Mississippi, roll on Come on, you lazy steamer, move on Clear that river, here we come Watch her smoke, boy Hear that engine humming, Lordy Take a look at that shore Soon I'll be with those folks I adore There's a spot around that bend That's my home, my journey's end Come on, you old man river, come on Roll on, you Mississippi, roll on New Orleans, hello, bye-bye. New Orleans, getting long, going strong. Baton Rouge, so long. Say, Captain, tell me what's that next big town we'll see. I'm so excited I forgot my geography. Natchez Town, do tell. Natchez Town, fare thee well. Mustn't fret, I'm upset. Getting worse, you bet. I got a holler so they'll hear it miles around. I want the world to know I'm Memphis bound. Thank you. 
Come on, you lazy steamer, move on. Clear that river, here we come. Watch her smoke walk, hear that engine hum, and Lordy, take a look at that shore. Soon I'll be with the folks I adore. Hurry, boat, don't be slow. Someone waits who loves me so. Come on, you old man river, come on. Roll on, you Mississippi, roll on. Well, Nick Toshis may not have cared for Roy Evans, but a record reviewer writing in the Honolulu Star Bulletin just after this record came out in the summer of 1931 writes, Roy Evans sings good fast jazz, the kind you can and will dance to. The orchestration is hot, and the tune and words are in the right company. Good. (laughs) Well, that's about how I would sum up Roll On Mississippi, Roll On. I think it's pretty good. My copy of that, incidentally, good enough to be pressed in England on the Regal label over there, MR410. Again, the record made in New York, though, in March of 1931. As I said, Roy Evans is something of a mystery figure. Until recently, it wasn't even known for sure whether he was white or African-American. He did record early on, very often, with African-American performers, including James P. Johnson, J.C. Johnson, and Gavin Bushell, who later on in his life described Roy Evans as a tall, light, brown-skinned person. A photograph purporting to be Roy Evans has recently surfaced. It's on the Discogs website, and uh, if he was brown-skinned at all, it is indeed very, very light. He doesn't appear to be African-American, but... uh, Who knows if that is even an authentic photo, because until just a few years ago, there weren't any photographs of Roy Evans known to exist. Probably more than you wanted to hear, more speculation than anybody ever needed on Roy Evans, but uh, there you have it. Uh, That's how we start off this edition of the Shellac Stack. For those of you just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. I'm playing 78 RPM records of the 19-teens, 20s, and 30s here today. And we'll have some more conventional vocalists in this next set, beginning with Chick Bullock in May of 1935, a song by Al Dubin and Harry Warren called She's a Latin from Manhattan. After that, we'll turn to the sweet band of Orville Knapp and his orchestra, a record made out in Los Angeles in March of 1935. We'll hear Edith Caldwell sing You're a Heavenly Thing. And then finishing off the set, we'll head to New Orleans and a pretty hot side from a young Charlie Barnett, and his orchestra, Marion Nichols, the vocalist on Fare Thee Well, Annabelle, Bluebird B5815. All three of these next records from the first half of 1935, beginning with Chick Bullock, She's a Latin from Manhattan. They sent her to me over the sea from Spain, ah, she's the one in a million. Oh me, I found my romance when she went dancing by. Ah, she must be a Castilian. See, see, is she from Havana or Madrid? But something about her is making me doubt her. I think I remember the kiss. She's a Latin from Manhattan. You can tell by her manana. She's a Latin from Manhattan and not Havana. Though she does the rumba for us And she calls herself Dolores She was in a Broadway chorus Known as Susie Donahue She can take a tambourine 
and wacky, but with her it's just a racket. She's a hooker from 10th Avenue. She's Aladdin from Manhattan. She's a 42nd Streeter. She's Aladdin from Manhattan, and you read her Donahue. Broadway chorus, known as Susie Donahue. She can take a tambourine and whack it, but with her it's just a racket. She's a hooper from 10th Avenue. She's a Latin from Manhattan. She's a 42nd Streeter. She's a Latin from Manhattan, Senorita Donahue.
muffin at the station Fare thee well, Annabelle And I know you need a little consolation Fare thee well, Annabelle Now when you feel that you're out in the rain Think of me in that Pullman drain On a cold observation car Looking for you in the dark All in vain I will send a telegram at every station Fare thee well, Annabelle If your family wants a bit of information Say that I am doing swell And when I come back with a pocket full of jack You'll have something grand to tell Cause I'll take you on a honeymoon vacation Fare thee well, Annabelle record by a young Charlie Barnett and his orchestra, recorded in what sounds like a barn down in New Orleans on January 21st, 1935. That was Fare Thee Well, Annabelle. The vocalist once more, Marion Nichols, the song by Mort Dixon and Ali Rubel. Well, back in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, it was quite common at colleges and universities for students to get together and write and produce their own original musical comedies or or just musical dramas or whatever. And Wellesley College in Massachusetts was no different. It was a long-standing tradition there for the junior class to write and produce a musical show. And in 1939, the name of that show was Phony Island. The story (laughs) finds a group of college girls cast away on a tropical island after their ship went down in a hurricane on the way to Bermuda. A 1939 newspaper article sums it up, quote, The tropical setting was embellished with painted natives dancing the hula, la conga, and original steps to the strumming of ukuleles and banjos. A witch doctor scene lent a terrifying verisimilitude to the fantastic isle. (laughs) I think somebody should have reminded those girls that the hula is more of a Pacific Islander sort of thing than a an Atlantic Islander sort of thing. At least <laughs> that's how I tend to think of it. But hey, it was called Phony Island, so I guess we'll cut him a little slack for that. Now, this is all well and good, and you may be wondering, why am I talking about the 1939 Wellesley Jr. original musical show? Well, I don't know if it was a tradition, but that year they did record two of the selections from that show and press up a limited edition private 78 RPM record, which I happened to have at my side, and I thought we would listen to it, and I thought we should know a little bit about where it's coming from. This was recorded in about October of 1939, and I thought we'd just go ahead and hear both sides. So first up, we'll hear Betsy Coe, C-O-E, sing Tropic Blues, and then we'll flip the record over and hear Please Don't Make Love to Me, sung by Marjorie McCullough and Nancy Stearns. In both cases, the singers are accompanied by Don Gahan, G-A-H-A-N, and his music. And uh, please keep in mind, these are college girls in 1939, not professional singers. I think they do a decent enough job, but, uh, you know, they are uh, they are no, uh, what, Helen O'Connell. They are no <laughs> Helen Ward uh, or any of those kind of singers. 
but it's a fun listen. Let's head back to 1939 now. Two hit songs from the show Phony Island.
the product of amateur songwriters, singers, and musicians, but nevertheless, I think that record has quite a lot of charm to it. I enjoy it. Two selections from Wellesley College's 1939 musical Phony Island, first Tropic Blues, followed by Please Don't Make Love to Me, and you're hearing it here on the Shellac Stack. (laughs) Where else? Back to 1927 now for the next three records. First, Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra give us Flapperette, a tune by Jesse Greer. We'll follow that with Jack Smith, the Whispering Baritone, and a song by Roy Turk and J. Russell Robinson called Ooh Golly, Ain't She Cute. And wrapping up the set, we'll hear Roger Wolfcon and his orchestra, a little thing we'll send out to Ed Clute because I know he likes Roger Wolfcon's orchestra especially. We'll hear the Tap Tap. All three of these recorded between January and July of 1927. Starting off, it's Victor 20503, Nat Shilkrid, Flapperette. Thank you. 
just a bit excited. And I have cause to be, and you would be excited. If you see what I see, I mean that pretty baby who's standing over there. Well, that's the kind of baby who makes me tear my hair. What a honey, what a beauty, what a peachy, tutti fruity. Golly, ain't she cute? Like a picture in a book, see? Hurry, mister, and take a look, see? Ooh, golly, ain't she cute? Just take a look at her style, and what a profile. Now, there's something new. And imagine her standing right by my side and saying, I do. Do I like her? Do I love her? Could I make a playmate of her? Ooh, golly, ain't she cute? Now, I've been across the water, and I've traveled everywhere. And I've never seen a daughter who with her can compare. She's got me all a flurry, and that girl is so divine. Oh, gee, I wish she'd hurry and tell me she'll be mine. Who's the other old civilian? It's her father worth a million. Oh, come on, ain't she cute? And see the fur coat that he bought her? She must be his only daughter. Oh, come on, ain't she cute? My word, she's looking this way and she wants me to play. She's rolling her eyes. Her papa looks mad, she's calling him dad, but he isn't wise. I'm a what's it, she's a who's it, all my heart I'm going to lose it. Ooh, God, ain't she cute. When we two go dad about him, all the fellows start a shouting. Say, who's the cute little baby you got there, ain't she cute? <laughs> what a costume, how she wears it, when she's angry, how she tears it. Ooh, God, ain't she cute. Say, she just bought me a box of beautiful socks, and I'll say they're great. But I'm the fall guy, cause she knows that I must reciprocate. And she likes my father, likes my mother. Why, she tells them I look like their brother. Now tell me, isn't she very cute?
that snappy number was called the Tap Tap, played by Roger Wolf Kahn and his orchestra. That came from a show called Padlocks of 1927. I wonder what that was about. Before that, Jack Smith, the whispering baritone, accompanying himself at the piano on Ooh, Golly, Ain't She Cute, and starting the set, Nat Chilkert and the Victor Orchestra, Flapperette. If you're enjoying the Shellac Stack and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. I welcome your comments, suggestions, or requests. Again, the email is shellacstack at gmail.com. You don't even have to have something special to say, <laughs> even just a note to say hello and let me know where you're listening to the program from uh, is welcomed. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. Up next, I've pulled out a pair of Irish music records. We'll first hear from Tom Ennis and a thing recorded in April of 1917. Just a selection of Irish jigs. We'll hear The Three Little Drummers, The Connachtman's Rambles, and The Joy of Life, and Nancy Hines. All four of those rolled into one. And then we'll hear from Francis Quinn, a record made in May of 1924, Miss Wallace's Reel. First up, it's Victor 18286. Here's Tom Innes. Thank you. 
This Wallace's Reel, build on the label of Columbia 137-D as Fiddle Novelty, that was Francis Quinn in May of 1924. We preceded that with Tom Ennis, E-N-N-I-S, in 1917 with a selection of Irish jigs. Well, I've got some good dance music of 1922 for you in this next set, beginning with The Happy Six, a group organized by Harry Yerkes to record for the Columbia label. They were quite prolific in the early 1920s on Columbia. This is one called Pick Me Up and Lay Me Down in Dear Old Dixie Land, a song by Bert Kalmar and Harry Ruby. After that, we'll hear from pianist Henry Lang, who would later play for uh, Paul Whiteman's orchestra, but here he is on his own in 1922 recording a selection written by Charlie Strait and Roy Bargey. It's called Rough and Ready. And he did this over two different sessions. Uh, there are multiple takes of this. I've got at least two different versions. We'll only hear one now. It's Brunswick 2344. And then wrapping up the set, we'll turn to a song I really like by Walter Donaldson called Sweet Indiana Home. And the performer here is Joseph Samuels and his orchestra, billed on Claxtonola 40138 as Earl Randolph's orchestra, made in New York about June of 1922. So starting the set, the happy six, this will put a little bounce in your step. Pick me up and lay me down in dear old Dixie land.
always liked that song, Sweet Indiana Home. I think it has such a pleasing melody, and it really lends itself to a nice up-tempo treatment like that one by Joseph Samuels and his orchestra, recorded there in June of 1922. Well, I have one more record on today's shellac stack for you, but before we get to it, I do want to say a round of thanks to our Patreon sponsors, all of you out there who have really helped me to keep this program going. It costs money to produce and bring these programs to you, and I'm grateful to everyone who has contributed at the Shellac Stack Patreon. I don't have time to thank everybody today, but I will say a special thanks to Brenda McNeil, Adam Wright, and John McCulka. And if you'd like to join them, the web address is patreon.com shellacstack. You can choose whatever gift amount is right to you, whether it's a dollar a month, three dollars a month, five, maybe even ten dollars a month, if you're feeling generous. The money you send is used entirely to help cover the costs of producing and bringing these programs to you. So my thanks to everybody who has contributed at Patreon, and a special thanks again today to Brenda, Adam, and John. Thank you so much. And now the last record on today's program comes to us from September of 1939, Stan Fritz. F-R-I-T-T-S is vocalist with the Corn Cobblers on a tune that you probably know called Five Foot Two, Eyes of Blue.
And in the words of my friend Todd Robbins, there you go and there you have it. Another hour of 78 RPM Records here on the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm always glad to have you along as we listen, and I hope you'll come back next time when we'll do it again. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.